It's time to watch The Muppets with special guests Chris Christofferson and Rita Coolidge. Hi, Megan. Hi, Doug. Season three. Season three. Season three. I feel really good that we've started a third season. This is episode 51. I feel really like I can't believe we've done this. It's We're still in the very 80s cool. almost. Just kidding. With 79, yeah. the beginning of the 80s, apparently. It, this is like, okay. A the new other era, day, anyway. The other day I messaged you because I said that I saw Katie Natopoulos on Twitter ask people the question. Oh, I can ask you. Like, genuinely. She posed the question, what decade do you most associate the band Blink-182 with? The 90s or the aughts? And she said, and as a reminder, the 90s ended on 9-11. And I said to you, I'm like, didn't we bring that up on The Muppet Show? Didn't we talk about that like months ago? That like the 90s ended on 9-11. That was when they decided like boy bands were over. Mm -hmm. There was like, it was like we had no time for 90s nonsense anymore. By by 2003, emo and like post-pop punk Uh was in full swing. Like, it was the new grunge. It was the new, you know. And then, like, really hardcore it, that, music. There was this, like, splintering. There was that. And then there's also the new metal thing. Yeah. You know, there was a System lot of, of variation of metal. POD System and, of a Down was really good. Uh-huh. I like System of a Down. POD, I feel so alive. Is that them? For the very first yeah. time. And then everyone was like, you know, they're I religious, can't deny right? It. I feel so alive. We've already. Okay, I just sang better than Chris Christopherson does, by the way. Ooh. He's, like, not the best Okay, on the show singing. As we get started... I'm like, is this kind of singer really? One of the things that I thought was very unique about his singing on this episode is, do they sing live on this show? I don't think they're singing with a tape, because if they are, he's an impossibly good lip syncer. Mm-hmm. Like, at one point, he's in the middle of singing a song, and he kind of laughs at Kermit. Yeah. And well, maybe this is the first time they did it live like this. Like, and, well, I guess they Is recorded. it Kermit that he laughs at? Whatever. But, like, he laughs at... A, oh, he's singing with Piggy. And he, like, kind of does this, like, funny, like... Yeah. And it seems reactionary to what's happening. Right. Till the early morning light. All I'm taking is your time. Take it! Help me make it through the night. Chrissy! You care who's right or wrong! It does. You know, it like, really does. if Piggy yeah. did something that genuinely made him, like, laugh, like, I think a lot of his breaking during singing is. That of like I can't believe I'm performing with Miss Piggy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can't believe we're filming this show. We can't, you know. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. We are watching right. First of all, it's time to watch the Muppets, Meg. Oh, it's so time we watch. <laughs> we watch the Muppets episode three hundred one. Chris Christopherson Wait, and Doug, Rita Coolidge. Why aren't you going to be Gonzo for Halloween? You have the trumpet here. You can oh, paint yourself blue. 
Could you imagine if I painted my whole self blue? And you can make yourself look like an animal, like the way you hate. And just like with the prosthetics. Oh, like, that'd be insane. Like fake whiskery things. I would and not like, be I don't even know. That. Yeah. Does Gonzo have whiskers? I feel like he does, but he probably doesn't. I'm I'm conflating Gonzo with a cat. He doesn't have whiskers. He has those like little hair, mm-hmm. hairers, single hairs yeah. that kind of seem like right whiskers. Here, he's like, so this episode aired in the UK on December 22nd, 1978, and it aired in the United States on November 23rd, 1978. So this was a late start to this season. This new season started, you know, usually a TV season start in September. Wasn't there a strike or something during this time? I there remember in the book. Very well could have been. I during, think there was like yeah. a strike and there was a lot going on and they were working on other stuff. And, you know, Jim's got this in the pod and this mm-hmm. and whatever. And they're like, all that right, we'll sense. just wait until whatever. And Yeah. So our episode opens with I guest stars Rita Coolidge and Chris Christopherson. They tell Scooter they don't mind sharing their dressing room. Scooter takes this as an opportunity to invite several monsters in. All right, so I'm going to just click this right now. Chris Christopherson, let's talk about it. He's a country singer. Oh, he was married to Rita Coolidge until 1980. So they were like. They were married for three, four years. They're almost on their way out. Yeah. Right? The fighting started after the honeymoon. I'm kidding. His hits include the self-penned Help Me Make It Through the Night, which he sings with Piggy in this episode. He wrote Me and My Bobby Ma- He oh, wrote yeah. Me and My Bobby McGee. And me and Bobby Je- McGee. He da- dated Janis Joplin. Sunday Morning Coming Down. Uh, so, like, I don't know what his film credits. He was in the Planet of the Apes remake and the Blade movies. That's bizarre. I did not know he was an actor. I feel like I didn't feel like he was a great singer. No, I don't really think he was either. I was like, really? This guy's famous for singing? I just feel and like maybe he was a better songwriter or something. I, I didn't know. really love their chemistry mm-hmm. either. I don't think that it was there. It their chemistry like, was very off. It felt like they were trying to give off Sonny like, and why? Cher. What is this? Like, they did not have a... They were... It was weird. Because Rita Coolidge seemed like she was playing everything kind of cool and like doing like... I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. I felt like she was a good singer. And apparently she's uncredited for a lot of thing, things like well, the Carpenter's like song, a Carpenter song. Says superstar. here she's an American singer of Cherokee descent. Her hits include "We All We Are All Alone," "Your Love Has Lifted Me Higher," and "All Lifting Time Lifting Me High. Higher," like that one. Maybe that was that one. She has like little to no information on here. Even jeez, that's it. Doug, what was the last piece of meat you ever ate? Do you remember? I really don't remember. Like, I, think, I guess I probably had, like, a chicken sandwich or something, and then just, like, that was it. I think mine might be a chicken sandwich, too. We're still... You're still yeah. <laughs> contemplating this? I don't know if I could do it again. It was really, like, I feel terrible inside right now. I feel really bad. Yeah. I, feel, I think you should do it. I feel gross. I feel like I'm the bomb. I fully support your becoming vegetarian. But what am I going to get... I can still eat sushi, right? I can still eat fish, but... You could do pescatarian. Do whatever you want. Yeah, pescatarian. Define, define it however you want, you I know? know. She's, She's a an kid. autobiography. She's a kid with that guy. With, with Chris Christopherson? Yeah. All right, let's jump into the episode now, then. Let's jump in. I'm jumping back to the correct page. Miss <clears throat> <clears throat> Piggy interrupts Kermit's introduction to ask that he not be jealous despite oh. the sexiness of the opening number. She then assures Kermit that no matter what happens, it is 
him that she loves. What? Um, my notes say that Mad Dogs and Englishmen, Rita Coolidge had something to do with that song. Really? Yeah. What did she have to do with it? I just have a very, like... That's it for the note? Fucking note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in our opening bit, Chris Christopherson, and Chris Christopherson and Piggy sing a duet of Help Me Make It Through the Night, backed up by the Electric Mayhem. Statler and Waldorf's response to the song is a quick rendition of Wonderful Copenhagen. Wonderful! Wonderful! Copenhagen! <laughs> this episode... Okay, after this song... Which is, like, fine. And you said, like, you don't really think that he could carry a tune. I don't know what his voice is like. Like, maybe I just don't see it in him. Mm -hmm. I just was like, why is this guy famous for his voice? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's not like he was, like, it wasn't like Madonna. Where, like, she's not, everybody uses her as an example. Like, she's not the greatest singer in the world, but. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, she has a presence. Yeah. And it's like, it didn't really seem like. mind her, I don't know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It's, anyway. Megan, I don't want to be a hater. You shouldn't be a hater. And I really like that take that you're doing. Season three, Megan's not going to be a hater. I don't want to be a hater. This guy's probably great. He, he very well could be. I've never seen any of the movies that he's created. I have quizzes about this episode for you. What's so that? what do you think my two favorite things about this episode are? Uh, I think one of your favorite things is coming up next. And I think it's Gladys, this like restaurant waitress that okay, exists yes. now suddenly. One, one, of the thi- one of the things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. And did you love Gonzo balancing the piano? I did, but I think that you maybe didn't notice what I noticed in this episode. What did you notice? I'll tell you when we get to it. Okay. All right. So Gonzo is in the canteen. Hey, Gladys. Yeah, dear? What's the soup, the jaw? Same as yesterday. Good. I'll have that and the chicken. Now, how do you want your chicken? Baked, broiled, or barbecue? I want the chicken for company. <laughs> I hate to eat alone. For a second there, I thought you was one of them weirdos. I still do. Hey, Gonzo, Hermit says you're on next. Oh, thank you. When Gladys returns with his food, she tells him he can pay her later, but quickly change. He quick. I can't even talk. Whatever. Quick, do, do. So Peter, he says, goes. "I'll pay you later," and then Gladys realizes she hears that he's going to be doing a a stunt where he. Balances a piano. He holds a piano in yeah. one hand while balancing on a uh, hammock. Yeah. And she's like, no. Pay you're going to pay me right now because you're basically... She basically assumes he's going to die yeah. doing this feat. Gonzo stunt... She, like, beat him up, though. She Yeah, she, like, grabs him by the neck and slams him on the table. She's like, pay me now. It's very aggressive for a character... And th- that was Skeeter. But, I mean, Scooter, by the way. That was the voice of Scooter. Gladys is... Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see if you're right. I'm definitely right. You're right. I know. I Richard Hunt plays Gladys, Scooter, Beaker, Wayne, Statler, and Sweetums in this episode. <laughs> you nailed it. So next, Gonzo's stunt. Gonzo He's recites stunting. the seven times tables while standing on a hammock and balancing a piano. Seven times one is uh, seven. Seven times two is uh, seventeen. Oh, let me count that. I really, really loved this. I loved this so much when he looks into his in his cape as if he's got like the times tables written, yeah. like the answers written on there, and then he realizes that he doesn't have the answer to seven times two. Yeah. And then he takes his hand from under the piano and starts doing like counting on your fingers <laughs> and realizes that he's let go and like that 
the time that they let happen between he moved his hand <laughs> yep. to he looks up and realizes the piano's there and then the piano falls finally from the sky is so Looney Tunes it and is. so like absolutely This is wonderful. such a strong opener. I loved this gag so much, I, I just, Megan. Just this whole episode is and like setting up. I hope the all of season three is like this. Balancing and it's almost like as if he's surfing. The yeah. hammock is moving. It's swaying back and forth while he's holding it. Yes. And they've created this device you can see in Gonzo where in between his legs there's like red, like a red like tube. Yeah. So that they could kind of hide an arm behind his cape and everything and make him look like he's, you know, a fully realized standing creature. I loved this bit so much. Only to have it lead into the next thing. Muppet's Lab. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew reveals the, his latest invention. Perfect for short, stubby people like Beaker. Atomic elevator shoes. We now have like a brand new... This lab looks like it's a lived-in lab. Like yeah. This truly looks like it could be a lab. Versus the old Muppet's Lab was like what? Like a red curtain with a desk in front of it. Like there was nothing to it. This truly looks like when you said that it like the eightiesification. Yeah, it's in this. Yeah, the way this lab looks like an office from the eighties, from like Working Girl or any of those <laughs> movies. You know, it's like yeah, the eighties are here. They, it's oh, bizarre. Definitely. They have made a splash in this app. I just realized what your other thing that you loved was. We're about to get to it. Wayne yes! has returned. <laughs> Yes. We have to deal with Wayne. And when I saw this motherfucker roll up on my episode, no, Megan, I said, why is Wayne here and where is Wanda? <laughs> I'm like, if I have to deal with one bit. of you, if I have to deal with one of you, you better both be here. We better have not fired the woman. Like, you know. I couldn't believe Wayne was in this episode, but I guess Wanda's in the opening, right? Yeah, she still is. Is she? I think so. No, actually, I don't think she or is. Or are we thinking of Miss Mousy? I think I'm thinking of Jennifer, who's now Brenda. Her new face. <laughs> Jennifer's Her face. Her new face. <laughs> Wayne. So Wayne in this bit sings, My Wild Irish Rose, and is promptly attacked by... Wild Irish rose. Yeah, I'm glad he got bit. This rose looks like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or like any of those kind of things to me. Fully Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. The okay, we're back to Gladys now. Miss Piggy orders a watercress sandwich on whole wheat with four ounces of rhubarb juice, otherwise known as the Fatso Special. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Miss Piggy's eating diet food because she's you know. A fatso. That's ridiculous. Lee, come on. Why? 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 Yeah, why are we still doing? What this? about her? Her afro pig, the blonde so then, curly perm hair. Yeah, Annie Sue Annie then Sue orders a chocolate milkshake, a hamburger with French fries, and an apple pie. She's with like, cream. I'm not really hungry, and the, she ordered all that. The kamikaze special. Gladys is insane looking. Gladys. This is, is the first looking. character that seems I bet to be you made Richard Hunt had so much fun playing him. I mean, playing her. Absolutely. Yeah. This character has no face. It is a mouth with a huge tuft of hair on top yeah. of it, and these like weird plastic lips and teeth. It's the so crazy teeth, looking. Yeah. So crazy looking. It's weird. I love it. I love it too. And I hope that this is not like a one and done. I hope this like weird ass like. What do you want to call this? It. It's like craft services. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. And now we're seeing a lot more of the speaker box, like, kind of shaking with Kermit's orders instead of Kermit giving the orders. Like, they've kind of realized that they can... Well, Jim, show a different scene with Kermit's orders instead of showing Kermit give the scene direction. Jim, Jim's you know? also like, how can I be in this less? How yeah. can I stay in New York longer right now? Mm-hmm. Or what can I do? Or yeah. what's going on in my life as he travels? I can't believe how frequently he was ever on Back and forth to London. Sesame Street. I know. In like how How frequently any of them were on Sesame Street is absurd to me. And they were in England and then flying Because I can tell you, Meg, I remember... I was obsessed with Bert and Ernie as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I can remember basically Bert and Ernie being in every episode of Sesame Street. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, like, they were in enough episodes. They were in a that, lot, yeah. And even Kermit. Like, Kermit as the Kermit Muppet was News in, reporter. in the 90s, right? Or yeah. the 80s and 90s. He was in it a lot, yeah. Yeah, with his little trench coat and reporter's mm-hmm. hat and everything. I can picture that a lot. So it's like he must have really dedicated enough time to going back and forth because it's not like there's no world where jim is like oh well use your kermit and i'll dub over his voice there's no world where that happens Mm -hmm. you know it's wild i wonder when you'll find my third thing well next we have a muppets news flash an update from the henderson burglary all of the stolen items have been recovered except for the silverware and then falls on his head this made no sense to me this is so dumb but it was i was just like i was like i was like fine i like when stuff falls on his head i do i I like that well enough it's fine Backstage, Piggy reminds Kermit that Chris Christopherson and Rita Coolidge are happily married, showing that you can combine show business careers and marriage. She then offers him six months in the hospital as time to think about it. I like this. Kermit, not, not Kermit, Piggy's ready to, you know, make it official. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's trying. She's like, what are we? Yeah. Let's, you know. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Kermit. Even though, like, to the to this, like, to the to right now, we haven't seen him really show much interest in her like versus in the muppet movie you know he's not like, interested in her really at all yeah right now so is that something that he's being coy about or i don't think so no think you don't think like when the cameras things, are off i think it's one of those things where you have a playboy type who is like using this girl on the side he's too busy being a hollywood yeah. big shot and then he kind of gets either a little bit of life if you know what i mean like beat into him like I don't know. Not beat into him, but it's like nobody else wants you. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's like you know you get that you know you get the hot girls, you get the whatever. Mm-hmm. But it turns out like no. Yeah. And then you just like go end up with the person. You're like, no, that's my ride or die woman. But uh-huh. really, you were just like rejected. That's what Kermit feels like. For what me. you're telling me right now sounds exactly like Jim and um, my God, why is his wife's name Jane. escaping me? J- Jim and Jane's relationship, like. When it came down to it, it seems like maybe he should have stepped back and realized that maybe they should have, he should have appreciated her more. Definitely. You know? Definitely. I wonder if that is what we're supposed to be seeing in Piggy and Kermit's relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. I think but it's either way, I think Kermit needs to commit. Mm-hmm. I mean, or tell her outright. I don't think he's ever shut her down as he far as we've seen. needs to commit to something. Yes. To either like, listen... This isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Or it is. He won't, he won't, though. Come on, Kermit. Commit. He's been fucking with Piggy since forever. Megan, I fast forward through parts of this. What is it? Rita sings her solo hit, We're All Alone. Doug. With some forest friends. 
I fast forwarded through this. I was I, like, oh, Emma Otter kids. Yeah, I, it's very soft and like, I, I don't know. I listened a little. Oh, I know what you loved about this episode. And we'll get to that because I have a fucking complaint about it. R.U.K. Spot. Rolf performs a frog he would a wooing go with commentary by Sam the Eagle. Neither one really understands Sam the, the Eagle's song. head is green in this. What the fuck? He, yeah, it looked like they touched it up a little bit poorly. I don't know what is going on with they some of these Disney They did not do a good job. Things. Maybe he was sick and he just got out of the hospital. I also want to complain about the Disney Plus interface. I've been slowly binging every episode of this show for a year. It doesn't come up immediately. It doesn't come up immediately. I what? I thought you were supposed to you know me. You have to like, look, it, look for it. Yes. Why do I have to dig through Diary of a Wimpy Kid mm-hmm. movies to find this? It really is infuriating. It's annoying. I, I, I could agree with you. That is a really annoying thing. You Especially, a, it's like, that's this is one of the only reason I have to, reasons I have Disney+. I Plus. basically, I mean, other than when the Marvel or DC, not DC, oh, yeah, that's when the Marvel true. and Star Wars stuff happens. Stuff when those come out, I watch those. Otherwise, I'm watching this. Yeah. So, my Disney Plus recommendation should literally be this and then... Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. The Muppets Nothing. Na- na- 2015 I don't get series. any Muppet recommendations Neither do at I. all. None at all. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't even have that tab where it's like, because you watch The Muppet Show. Yep. Where Me it either. says like, because you watch Boba Fett, here's watch every yep. Star Wars movie or whatever. And I literally have spent the most time with The Muppet Show. Yep. To date. Same. We've watched all of season one, all of season two, and like the other movies and stuff. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you intuitive? I know. There's a little thing I found... Someone on Twitter was talking about it, where you can request new content to Disney. Um, what? So I requested, you know, basically more Muppet shit. Oh, more but Muppets, like, you go to the so thing, and it's bring like the Muppets. Yeah. yeah, bring me the Muppets tonight. Bring me more Muppets, just more. More, more, more in the midnight hour. More, 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 more. So next. Chris confides in Rita about how everything on the show walks and talks. Animals, vegetables, and even minerals. Everything on this show walks and talks. Animals, vegetables. Don't forget about the minerals. (laughs) You heard me, Buster. Uh, Would you mind leaving us alone for a while, please? Oh, sure thing. Come on, gang. Well, they want to be alone. (laughs) I like this little rock that talked to him. Then Gonzo gives... Oh, this is a very good bit. Yeah, it is. This is a lot a lot, a lot, lot of fun. Is this your other thing? No, I'll no. tell you later. Gonzo gives Chris and Rita his autograph, which is really valuable after his failed piano balancing act. A lot of people think I'm dead now. I know. When he runs in and he says, like, do you guys have time for an autograph? And they're like, yeah, sure. And he hands them his like, autograph. They were like, I have a pen or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, don't he's, worry about it. Yeah, I already did it. Is your other note this one, Megan? Floyd Pepper, Dr. Teeth, and Zoot perform New York State of Mind. I also like this. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So there's still more. Okay. Well, it's not. It's, a, it's an overall assessment, but I think the moment I had this assessment is coming. Okay. Unless. So about this, I do want to mention, this was a UK spot from episode 209. This is the first time we're seeing <laughs> content repeated. Hang on one second, because I just wanted to pull up. Episode 209 was the Madeline Kahn episode. So here's a picture of the three of them singing New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. Yeah. I think it's absolutely bizarre that they're recycling content already. What are we doing? Well, Jim wasn't there or something. It it also speaks to the bit that this is the first time that we're seeing them reuse something. And it's a UK spot. 
So not everybody has seen this. It's yet. true, and it was a good. And one. it was a good UK spot. When it started, I was like, "Hell yeah, they're doing more Billy Joel." And then I was like, "Same." Wait, Billy they Joel, did yeah. this already, right? So I was excited to see that I'm not New insane, and that I did truly see it previously. Next, a chicken plays for me and my gal on the chimes. This was stupid. Yeah. Just this just was. Just more nonsense. Yeah. Definitely Muppets nonsense is what this was. So yeah. next, Floyd and Gladys share a few lousy puns about this food was and cooking. And then reveal the nature of animals T V dinner. Did you hear what he said about he was gonna go check out the salad dressing? Hey, I might just slide by later and take a look at the salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. They were cracking up over it. Stupid. I'm like, that was so funny and fun. so dumb, but I love it. And this lady is ridiculous looking. I need her to stay around. She's ridiculous. I, like, do you think she does? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I've never watched any episodes from season three that I know of. You I know? I have no idea, yeah. How many seasons? Five, right? There's five seasons, mm-hmm. yeah. And I guess the fifth season is a little shorter than the rest of them. I think it's a little bit shorter, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not because I know. Well, in the book, they had even said they wanted to hit a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. That was Jim's big For concern with both shows: was that this and Fraggle Rock both be able to hit a hundred episodes so they can be syndicated. Mm-hmm. Our next bit: Rolf and Fozzie perform "High Diddly D" in Actors' Life for Me. Is this it, Megan? No, but it, this is probably when it starts because Frank Oz is just. I'm going to give you my assessment on Frank Oz soon. And okay. what I think about okay. Frank Oz. So this song I had heard previously in Pinocchio. You remember Pinocchio? It's such a weird movie. When is the last time you watched Pinocchio? Not since I was a little kid. Because I think there's something I really don't like about that movie. I never really liked that Whoa, movie. Whoa. This song is straight up from Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. This song was composed for the Disney animated film Pinocchio. And it's by he- Lee Hairline. Lee Harline and Ned Washington. That's crazy to find out that it is from that. Because What's the song I, called again? The song is called High Diddly D. Whoa. Okay. So I'm looking at this and it says the song was performed by the Muppet Show on the Muppet Show by Fozzie Bear and backed by Ralph on piano in episode 301. The same clip is again reused as the UK spot in episode 305. Like so we're gonna that see quickly. So we're starting to see this trouble. We'll call it. Of the show needing to recycle some stuff. Like, we're already seeing this is like Jim definitely kind of strapped, and maybe the show being hit with a writer strike or or Mm -hmm. some sort of a strike. Yeah. That they can't. It wasn't a writer strike, right? It was like a. It was like a union thing in England. It was a union. People turning the lights on there. Yes. It was a matter of like the studio and stage and stuff, right? It wasn't. I think so, if I remember correctly. That sounds right. But... Next, we have Chris and Rita singing Song I'd Like to Sing. This mm-hmm. one was backed by a lot of those large Muppets like Sweetums and Counter Diner Counter Monster. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I don't know. I, I don't really dig the two of them. I don't know. I don't I don't understand the appeal. I really do think that it was an attempt at capturing like the Sonny and Cher vibe. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of there's a lot of that that you'd see in performing couples, Nichols and May, and you know, like these like twosomes. They were a comedy team. You've heard of Mike Nichols. I know you have. Jack Nichols? No. The Jack Nichols' son? 
Yeah, that golf game that used to come on like the 90s age. Oh my god. I was so stupid that I really thought that it was Jack Nicholson. For some reason. Like the, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what he says. I don't know. This is as good as it gets. I don't know. Oh my god. So funny. So we're really at the close of this. What is your. Where's Anna? What what song did Animal like drum at, kind of? I don't. Because I have in my notes. I have in my notes. Okay. Frank Oz. Mm hmm. Metallica must have written the song Puppet Master about Frank Oz. Oh. Because Frank Oz is the the Puppet Master. You know what's so funny is it never occurred to me that Frank Oz is Animal or Sam the Eagle. He is unbelievably good at doing the puppets. He is the best puppeteer on the show. He is he has a a god-given talent. He is literally the best at his job. Okay. And I love this as like a theory. I'm looking it up now to like see if there's any information about the process of writing that song or any sort of anything. I don't know that Metallica seem like they're cool enough people <laughs> to have that be part of their origin of the song. You know, in my mind, in my mind, Metallica wrote Puppet so Master. Master of Puppets Master is Puppets. a song by American heavy metal band Metallica released, in, released on July second, nineteen eighty six. Frank Oz is the puppet master. I love the. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep like He's my eyes widen as I look at things because I'm like, it says puppets. Okay, so <laughs> but yeah, the song is fucking called Master of Puppets. I feel like I have a lead, you know. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Ew, Megan, <laughs> this is a song about substance abuse. Oh damn it! Damn it! <laughs> well, in my mind, I just make it whatever I want. Um, I don't know why I'm like thinking of this at the same time so there's this flaming lips song called the race the race to a cure Mm -hmm. and it's this song about two it's the the song opens with two scientists are racing for the cure for all mankind and it's like if you listen to the lyrics it sounds like the race to create the polio vaccine and then when they were asked about it they're like oh no it's just like a song we made up and it's like what it's so interesting to hear what songs are about versus what they're not about. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just seems like yeah, and you're like, well, this is what I read into this. How am I wrong that I'm like, <laughs> you're not. Look at these verses. Once like, art comes out into the world, it's like, oh, however you feel about the art, it's right for you. It's yeah, like, you know, whenever when you look at you know, I guess like a Starry Night or the Mona Lisa or like super super famous paintings like uh-huh. you don't feel the same thing as another person like I'm literally obsessed with this sculpture in the Air and Space Museum and anybody I've ever been like look at this sculpture they're like okay cool uh-huh. and I'm like and it's like understand? one of how many things in an exhibit, right? Like how fucking incredible this is. Like uh-huh. I want this bronze piece. Like they actually had a blind person create it. It's touching the Big Bang. It's like explaining really visually cool. what the Big Bang is to a blind person with this beautiful brass tactile wow. sculptor sculpture that's that they like I don't know. It's really fucking cool. It's also beautiful. Yeah. Like and in it's star- premise. It's just so beautiful. And, 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 the, and actually feeling it. Uh-huh. It's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. Okay. So I wanted to bring up some of the, the, the lyrics to this song for you. Come crawling faster. 
Needlework the way, never you betray. <laughs> you Life of death becoming clearer, <laughs> pain monopoly. I'm, I'm going to assume that it's pain monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like, oh no, I'm about to say chop. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing Dana Carvey. Pain monopoly. Pain monopoly. <laughs> Ritual misere. <laughs> chop your breakfast in a mirror. <laughs> Taste me, you will see. More is all you need. Dedicated to how, how I'm, I'm killing, killing you. you. Come crawling Come faster. faster. Obey your master. Your life burns faster. Obey your master. Master puppets. I, I'm pulling the strings. I think we should now bequeath. <laughs> bequeath. <laughs> bequeath Frank Oz with the title of Master of Puppets, though. He, he is. is. I think we need to somehow get into the wiki and just name him. Megan, now I want you to make a shirt. Of I can. The Muppet it's Frank Oz. Of the, of the hands. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I love Frank Oz. I'm such a fan of his. This episode, though, has proved that I think we're really in store for some fun this season. Have you peeked at the coming guests? No. What's his next? Okay, so our next episode will be episode 302. Leo Sayer. Not really big familiar with who this is but i'll give us the premise now yeah this episode airs on march 26 1978 in the uk and december 7th on 19 1978 in the united states miss piggy is furious when kermit hires a new girl pig singer annie sue yep so we're already hitting episodes oh, okay. out of order it sounds like right yep. we dealt with annie sue and piggy button heads in the last one this episode feels like it's out of order Especially when he introduces her as the Muppet's delightful little lady of song. To make Piggy feel better, Kermit lets her do a dramatic recitation she's always wanted to do. So I guess we'll see. Kermit's already starting shit, though. Piggy ahead, Piggy ahead. Spoilies. Our next episode after that... Wait, wait. Okay, yeah. ...is Roy Clark. But we have a lot of, like, really... Okay, so we have Leo Sayer and Roy Clark to watch, right? But... I am very excited to share this one with you. After we watch those two, I'm like vamping because I'm pulling up the list. Uh, ooh, ee, ooh. After we watch those two episodes, Megan, do you know who episode four of season three is? Who? It's Gilda Radner. I knew it! It's Gilda Radner. We go Gilda Radner, Pearl Bailey, Gene Stapleton, Alice Cooper, Loretta Lynn, Liberace. The, that run is going to rule... <laughs> How insane do you... you Liberace and Rolf probably doing dueling pianos. That's going to be ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but I can't believe we're almost up to the Gilda Radner episode. I know. An episode that we were like, oh, cool, that'll be exciting when we get to it. It felt like... We're at it. 50 episodes ahead plus, you know? Oh, man, Raquel Welsh. This is going to be a good season. Danny Kaye. Leslie Uggams. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, my God. We're really, we're in for a lot of craziness this season. And we're almost there. It was we're so almost funny. There. Lisa was like, my girlfriend was like, so are you guys going to like, whatever, when you guys are done? And I was like, we're not going to be done. We're not going to be done. Can I tell you that I started watching I the Dine? Like, There's the- so much stuff that we have to watch that we're little- never, I told her, I'm like, we're literally, this is, we're never going to be done. This we're is the song that doesn't up. end. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to be as annoying as ever forever because we want to. I watched an episode or three of Dinosaurs the other day. Oh my it God. holds up. It does? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That show makes me so sad because it's like they die at the last episode. Yeah. But it 
It holds up. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I'm enjoying this season so far. Me too. We're only one episode in. Have you watched further? Mm-mm. No? No. Wow. Me neither. I don't like to watch too far ahead because, you know. Then we start to forget things. We do. And, and we're like. And that's no fun. When did yeah. Cloris Leachman end anything. up on a desert yeah. island? I don't know. The premise of the pigs taking over, that was really fun. Though. It was so strong that it took over everything else in that yeah. episode. Like this episode didn't really have anything like that for me. You know, Frank Oz was the master of puppets and he was amazing. That's the long and the short of it is. Yeah. Frank Oz was the master of puppets Mm -hmm. in this one. I loved it. But I guess Dougie. Well, so, yeah, join us next week as we watch the Leo Sayer episode. Uh, You can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. You can send us a message. You could send us a message. Be our friend. Be our friend. No pressure. No pressure. And until next time. Thanks for the boop boop be doop.